1: Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
2: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leaf Davis esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery.
3: Hello, and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town. Since 2015, I am Greg Rainbow, and you're tuned in to the pre-match show, open brackets, Oxford Home Edition, close brackets, in partnership with our very, very good friends at the Greyhound Pub in Ipswich. Our shows are available weekly on podcast and audio, and sometimes live. Joining me is my good friend, Mitch Goodwood. How are you, Mitch?
1: I'm good. I'm, I'm... Delighted that our podcast is available on podcast and audio, as per the intro. So there we go, double audio and video I'm I'm Ron
3: Burgundy. I can only read I, what's there, mate.
1: This is video. Anyway, how about this for backseat driving? Do you want to explain the names, by the way? Because that's some that's some internal banter. Yeah,
3: it? yeah. See, Rich received a uh, well, no, actually via Ben. Rich received a, a glowing recommendation very recently and and we joked that it was from a probably from a gentleman named Mitch Goodwood i.e. Rich's alter ego and i said that you need to look out for the greg rainbow comments on uh on youtube underneath anything that i'm
1: doing he's always a fan of your your shows isn't he so yeah that's yeah. well, good to see you. and i guess we must say i i'll be backseat driving as always on this one Back but you're the main
3: man. that's it yeah seb's not around this week so <clears throat> Rich is stepping in for Seb and I am stepping in for Rich and like last time when we mentioned this I, I said that it was um like give us a clue and it sort of went over Rich's head and sad news in the last week that Lionel Blair has passed away so you know we're gonna we're gonna have now gonna have a two minute silence for uh as, as agreed Rich uh, for, for the great entertainer Lionel Blair only joking um right good evening everybody um stick stick your comments in we've already got some some comments coming up um good evening to charlie how are you good evening to skip good evening to andres good evening to Stubsy. um oh jules how are you mate good to see you good to see you good to see you You've got a capitalized craig and a, and a lower oh no it's not a lower case rich sorry my eyes were deceiving me um Yes, thank you, Skit. Let's let's get the uh, the carry on innuendos in in nice and early if we can keep those going for the for the duration. That'd be much appreciated. Um, so yeah, as as per normal, um, albeit with a slightly different lineup. Um, give us a shout. Stick some comments in, some questions in. Um, we'll go through the news and bits and pieces. Um, Is there anything that tickles your fancy in terms of um, what's been said and what's happened during the course of the week? Um, stick your comments in, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a chat about it. Um, in we're terms of...
1: England are 1-0 up, by the way. So if you were worried about what was going on elsewhere, we've got you covered on that front as well.
3: Okay, how many screens have you got going there? I've got like three screens in. I am... Can, I, I can
1: um, barely... multimedia. Um, Harry Maguire scored the goal. Yeah.
3: Okay. Good evening, boys. EJ Norris. David, hi, mate. Good to see you. Aaron Marks. Maz, all right, Maz, yeah, RIP, Lionel. Um, right, okie doke. So, um, as mentioned previously, let's have a, a little recap of the week's news. So, you, what you'll see, apologies to anyone who's watching me, it looks like I'm watching a game of game of tennis at Wimbledon, but I, I've, courtesy of my employees, I've now got two huge screens. So, it looks like I'm something in charge of NASA international space station or something in my uh, in my home office now so don't be uh don't be put off by me looking backwards and forwards um in terms of news this week we have had uh, idris elmazuni has signed a brand new contract that news sort of broke just just previous to uh, rich and uh, joe's midweek um show uh signed a, a new contract for well till 2024 two and a half years plus <clears throat> excuse me plus an option and that's obviously on the back of a um, pretty impressive start to the season when he's been given the chance, isn't it, Rich?
1: Yeah, and I think also uh, kind of a symbol of how well he's done trying to learn from Morsi and learn that more kind of defensive-minded central midfield rise as opposed to what we know he can do as a number 10. I think he can also play out wide if he wants to. But we know that he can, can attack, but he's also demonstrated he can learn the other side of the game as well. And and given we only have one more seat at the moment, real big opportunity for him. And he's not let us down so far um, in that respect. Um, And, uh, you know, certainly good to bring in through our own as well, because we're always worried a little bit that the likes of um, Idris and uh, Amanda Dobra as well, you know, there's talent there. We can see it. It's just about giving them the opportunity. And hopefully this contract's a symbol um, for that. He'll get more of those. Yeah, well, the um, thing is, it's, great as you it? say,
3: it's it's good, it's good, it's good to see from his perspective that he's sort of reinventing himself from being a what we all thought was a number ten stroke, you know, attacking midfield wide player potentially to being uh, what what he's as you say a, a mini Morsey in effect.
1: But also, we know he can take a set piece as well, so he's yeah. got lots of attributes, things that he can offer. Uh, it looks like it's gone two nil, by the way. So thank you to Jules EJ um, Julian
3: just... Julian Vidi Printer Hughes as we shall now uh,
1: name it. Yeah, my browser's too slow, so obviously um, BBC not good enough. There you go. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys. That's let fun. you know what happens um, on that with the goal scorers. Oh, yeah, so um, I, I, yeah, he's got a lot more rounded game, which is great and good on him, and that's a real endorsement. Twenty twenty four, isn't it? So yeah. good luck to him.
3: Yeah. Um, also this week, uh, the women's team lost um, to their close rivals Southampton uh, in the in the cup. Um, the is it the League Cup in effect? I think they lost last yeah. weekend. This this weekend, they're in FA Cup action, uh, away to MK Dons, who they've <clears throat> excuse me already beaten three 0 this season in the league. So hopefully they can get a bit of a, a run going there. Um, just a quick, just a quick mention about the fans forum that happened early this week. I hope um, people have had a chance to to watch it or you know at least read about the news which will happened. It was really really interesting. I know Rich, you were there with Joe. Um, there were a few people, a few familiar faces there in the uh, in the audience. Lots and lots of people got a chance to ask questions. And what was good is that you know, I've been to a few of these things and sometimes they can be a little bit slow going. And you know, yeah, you know, the poor old guy in charge of it, whoever it happens to be, whether it's Foz or Sometimes I've been to um, some of the AGMs where it's my uncle Roger, uh, Roger Fimbo doing it, and um, you know there can be slow going things, but this one seemed to trot along pretty quickly, and they were never really short of questions, bits and pieces like that. So, um, yeah, I, by all means, I'd say I'd really recommend um, watching it if it's possible to watch it again. But there were some really interesting um, points and um, views coming up. Um, you know, if people want to stick in the in the comments, what uh, you know what their main takes out of it were, I think. From my perspective, there are a couple of things. And I know you spoke about it, Rich, on, on the midweek um show, is that the the cobalt stand and the the the, the ground not facing the town, sort of Mark Ashton made reference to, didn't it? And you just you just wonder whether something is going to be brewing on the what I'm gonna call the Portman Road stand and potentially making that the uh you know, the entrance the entrance going forward. I was quite interested in that little little piece.
1: Yeah, and uh, Michael Leary also said that um, to be able to do even some of the remedial work to the pitch, um, they're going to need to punch a hole in the yeah. corner of the Cobalt stand and the South stand, presumably. So, yeah, it's good that there's a, a – I think it, um, Ashton called it an estate management plan. He also admitted the Cobalt stand is probably long over its sell-by date as well. So, yeah, that does feel – we were talking about this on the live show. still available, me and Joe – and a good debate about what you do about that footprint with Portman Road um, also behind it and not being yeah. accessible for traffic at the moment. It feels like a really good opportunity to just totally reconsider that. But obviously, Craig, it's, it's going to need investment and money and you can't really justify that in League One, can you?
3: No, that's right. And, and, and I'm sure other people, I've certainly seen, um, you know, prototype drawings of what the the cobble stand should have been like. You know, as I think either Mark Ashton or O'Leary mentioned, actually, that, you know, they've, They've come across various iterations of designs for stands, so I think it's something that has been um, has been thought about and, and mentioned in previous. But as you say, it's just it's the funding that's needed, and you say you're certainly not going to be doing it in League One. You're arguably not going to be doing it in the Championship either if you're sitting in a 29-stroke, 30,000-seat stadium, are you? But you
1: know, no, but as, as the guys are saying on on in the chat, um, even just making more of what we've got is is better than nothing. You know, whilst we can't do that big fundamental redesign, rebuild, whatever you want to call it. You know, even putting the decals up on the ground. I think there is. Yeah. Um shiny new graphics, as Charlie calls it. Um, the flags and in, in the concourse is at, in the south stand. You know, all this kind of stuff is is just shows there's much more thought and planning going into our experience on a match day than whatever we've had previously under Marcus Evans.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um <clears throat> next piece of news as Matt has um, alluded to, here is our friend James Norwood. The East Anglian broke um, the story earlier in the week that, you know, that a few people had sort of suggested was was happening in the background. In any case, is that James Norwood has been transfer-listed and has been training with the under-23s. Um, as as Matt has said here, he thinks it's the best for best for both. Never reached his full potential, but it's. <laughs> It's just the, just hasn't been fit, as we say all the time on, on the show and, and on our little WhatsApp is that you know, it's no good being fit for two matches and then not fit for the subsequent eight, you know, regardless of what's happening off field and, and in the background, just from a purely football perspective, you can't rely on the guy to be available, can you, unfortunately?
1: No, and, and the trouble for him as well is even if we wanted to um get behind him and and, and put our trust in him when he is fit, off the field there's just too many question marks isn't isn't there and there's the you know the the, the drink driving thing which was a unnecessary distraction I forget where that ended up um ongoing I think isn't it? ongoing I think it is and appeals and all that kind of stuff and it just feels like the, the frustration I think and I, I don't know whether that's Maz's point is you know that there's a a good predatory goal scorer in there that you just get a little bit too much baggage which makes him a bit of a liability and the only problem I've got is um is that you know that he'll go somewhere else and if it's a league one team in January that he'll end up scoring important goals and possibly turning up and scoring one past us yeah um, and that's the problem we,
3: we've mentioned previously you know the fact the the irony of the fact that he's played 40s 50 games year on year on year on year until coming to us yeah. I just wonder whether it's wear and tear and eventually it was going to happen Pure by virtue of him playing so many games on you know, slightly dodgy pitches that it was always going to happen that it, things would catch up with and it may be that Maybe he so. suffers the same
1: uh, elsewhere. And, and you can only speculate on this but psychologically he's finally got the big contract that probably is as an amateur and, and coming through the, the professional leagues he um he'd been after you know that's he's uh, did it feel perhaps mentally for him that he'd yeah. Succeeded, as in I've got my big contract at a big club and that's success for me. I'm happy with that. And then took his foot off the pedal a little bit and standards maybe dropped. I don't know, I'm speculating. I'm sad about it because you saw on the evening opening day of the season, the assist for Bonn in the final minutes against Morecambe, that he's a useful player. But I don't think any of us are surprised or perhaps maybe disappointed, but not surprised at the outcome and the the story that EADT went with this week.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just <clears throat> one final piece of news that as Stubbsy's, um mentioned here, and also also David about um, what we're we calling it. Sorry, pack out PR, pack out Portman Hashtag. Road. And there was there was a an interview today with Mark Ashton, who was um, uh, shooting for the stars, pretty much in terms of the uh, the attendances that he wants to. Um, Wants to get over the course of through the matches in December, pretty much, um, and it's a deal for just you know, to give everyone a brief overview of it. What it is, it's a deal for non-season ticket holders, really, in that they can purchase um, a three-match bundle of tickets <clears throat> for some pretty uh, important matches as it goes. The Sun- Sunderland, Wickham, and Lincoln matches. Um, for the Sunderland match, our uh, our owners are going to be over. Um, leaping about like idiots in the uh, director's box hopefully fingers crossed um oh see, it's terrible arthritis you got there mate um you can get um, <clears throat> you can get three tickets three adult tickets for 40 pounds um
1: or 15 which, quid each as well
3: or fifty all oh, man, coming to that
1: all right sorry. Um,
3: um under twelves can watch three for three pounds under 19s can watch three for seven pound fifty i think it is under and even under 23s can get three for £12.50 or something. Absolutely preposterous from my perspective. <laughs> um, as you say, single matches as well, you can get one for, adults can get in for fifteen quid, I think, down to the under-twelves and get in for one pound fifty. Obviously, keep this in mind, everybody. You've got your one pound fifty fee to add on to your one pound fifty ticket price. But,
1: but what about that, us? Season ticket holders. I hear you. Well, say it's funny,
3: funny, it's funny you should ask that, mate. Now, if you if you want to do hold on, if you want to do sting. I'll do mark Knopfler. ready i want my MTV. down 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 no money for nothing mate it's money right. for nothing
1: okay
3: although it's, it's it remains to be seen whether my the kids. chicks whether the chicks are free i'll
1: obviously be, be singing pink panthers later on
3: mate if 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 there are kids watching us on a Friday night, then they probably are into dire straits as well to be. Perfect. Um, yes. Yeah, so season ticket holders, you get kickback back yourself. So the more people that you can persuade to come along to Portman road, um, you get points on your team card tickets to all up to the tune of 12 pound fifties worth. If we get 28,000 into the, uh, into the stand. So, um, Oh, is this? Give us Henderson. a clue we, We're playing charades still in in Henderson. Rever, reverence of Lionel Blair, are we? Three syllables, mate. Three syllables.
1: England. <laughs> <laughs> um, take a while. Yeah,
3: So yeah, it, it benefits everyone if you can persuade all your friends to come along, um, get them to to pack out Port Road, as uh, as a saying goes. And um, yeah, everyone's, everyone's everyone uh, wins. Happy yeah absolutely um and then very very briefly after the match in the pizza cup the other night it transpires that west ham cheated everybody um so we get to finish top and um get a home match uh against chelsea or arsenal under 21s charlton or stevenage so i think that gets that gets um the a weekend isn't it rich i think the uh the draw yeah, after, there's, tomorrow there's a, possibly. There's
1: an EFL game on, on Sky midday, and the draw is straight after that. So we should know. Sitting into our seats at Oxford, we should know who we've got next. Hopefully, Stephen or George am Not sure I want to spend play against Arsenal or Chelsea on the twenty ones.
3: No, well, it's, it, but you know, now it's at home. We we've got the you know, it's just it is just a little step closer to crossing off that name. That being one of the only teams that haven't played at the, uh, the new Wembley. When Wem- Burley.
1: There you go. Three syllables.
3: Nicely done. Cool. Well, I say that in that in terms of um, news and bits and pieces, I think that's pretty much it. Um and we'll move on to what's happening this weekend. So, yes, the the mighty Oxford United are uh rowing into town on uh on Saturday. Um transpire I don't know whether um Malcolm Shotton playing for them still, is he? Christ, I've just been going through dire straits and now I'm talking about Malcolm. Is have they got, still got Wang on the... Help on us
1: the, out, on Craig. Jim McGilton still in midfield.
3: Ray Houghton partners up with Ray Houghton. Is he still? Ground, I, don't know. Is it? I don't know what Seb's got in his. John Aldridge up front. Um, yes, so uh, in terms of Oxford, um, Rich, do you want to do the uh, the nerdy Seb piece for us?
1: Yeah, I think, well, some of it's there, but a lot of it's me, very rushed ah, just before. Fact-checking, you, You mate? You were fact- so wanna, you know, don't we should cast aspersions on Exactly Seb, right. Accuracy is... You, fact- you were
3: fact-checking, yeah.
1: This is what we want. I was, yeah, exactly right. Worth saying, um, any excuse to do this. Um, interesting quotes from the managers going into this game. Um, Carl Robinson, also part of the Scouse Mafia. I can't really, I don't know how he pitches his... Accent, but keep it, it going, mate.
3: Anyway, it won't affect. It won't, it won't be me. as
1: open as maybe we foresee. They'll be a little bit cautious, and they'll know on the turnover we'll be very good. Says Robinson, and Cook's response to that was no comment. <laughs> um, I've got the utmost respect for Carl Robinson. Um, I've known him a very long time, and he brings his side here tomorrow in a very good place. Um, so, and and we'll come back to this point that Robinson made about good on the turnover because I was trying to interpret what that meant. And I think I've got some stats maybe to help us understand that. But talking about Oxford, Craig, no real surprises. We know this is going to be a team that is going to be big on possession. Um, a team that is, I, I guess, for argument, it's maybe a debatable point. A punched, punched above their weights by finishing in playoff positions. Obviously, sixth last season and lost to Blackpool um, in the playoffs. Um and they find themselves sixth at the moment, so on yep. form. And Carl Robinson is kind of of the school of manager like Lee Johnson in that he's very streaky. They do do go on runs. And you'll recall last season, they started appallingly. And <laughs> thanks, Dubsy. And, and then kind of him, had a resurgence, didn't they? But this season, they've started pretty strongly. Um, yeah, they have, eight, 15 yeah. Eight wins, two draws, four defeats, and I think. Three of those four defeats were away from home as well, so maybe a helpful omen there. Um, last time out, um, defeated Morecambe, um, uh, and last time out, officially, was the in the FA Cup. Not a huge amount of rotation, um, but only could manage a two or two draw at home to a League Two team, Craig. I mean, what kind Not of I, that, you know, qu- levels of that. quality do you want there? Um, what,
3: what, what they have done, sorry, mate, sorry to interrupt, but what they have done in the last month, or so they've been there's a lot of goals in their matches, aren't there? They're, you know, yeah. they're not winning three one, they're losing three one sort of thing. They, they don't shut up, shut up a bit like a sales really in that respect.
1: Yeah. I think that's a really good point to make. And, and Col Robinson's teams have typically been around that. And, and, you know, a lot of people would suggest he's of the same school of kind of tactics as Paul Jewell. Um, but I think largely, we can expect a lot of attempts to keep the ball. It's short passing. Not a huge amount of direct running. and The build-up play generally is short passing, but they'll try and take shots from every opportunity they can. Um, should we talk about personnel? We've talked about Cole Robinson. Yeah. What do they play and stuff? March 2018. Let's talk about some transfer business, if that's all right, because yeah. it kind of parlays quite well into – there you go. Thanks, Jules. Um, into the squad Um, and selection situation because a lot of the players brought in and are starting are loans. Um, Three that I can think of, um, Nathan Holland, left winger from West Ham, a couple of goals for him admittedly in in one game um, and an assist. Um, Jordan Thornley, left centre-back from Blackpool, also on loan, 14 starts. Um, No goals or assists for him, but that's not his job. And Herbie Kane, um, midfielder on loan from Barnsley. All three of those feature um, the other player that I guess um, who was signing in the, in the summer transfer window who's of interest is Steve Seddon, um, left back who signed an un- undisclosed fee from Birmingham, started 15 games, two goals, three assists. So really making a valid contribution down the left-hand side as a full-back. Um, I've kind of got, do you remember here? Um, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, let alone um, That's this That's the...
3: That's the intro to Kayleigh by Merillion, mate. So is you're keeping, yeah. keeping us on a theme. Yeah, carry on.
1: Friday nights. This is all right, it? Billy Bowden, do you remember him? Breakthrough striker slash winger. Breakthrough at Bruster Rovers a few seasons ago. And was snapped up by Preston and never really um, kicked on from there. He signed yeah. for them on a permanent deal. And as yet, hasn't really had an opportunity to shine. But I think we were amongst a number of championship clubs at the time looking at him. Um, so he's there now. And in terms of players going out, Rob Atkinson, left back, flash yeah, centre back.
3: Good player, wouldn't he? he was, he's, he's, the t- really, he's the really tall chap who came from the so, yeah yeah. You know, comes out with the ball, strolls out with the ball and passes it about, doesn't he? He's a good player.
1: And Yeah, big chunky deal for him as well from um with Bristol City. And Sean Clare's is the only other kind of notable player who's departed, who's starting for Charlton in midfield, but probably not a massive name to to most people here. Um and yeah, so in terms of the formations and, and the style of play and what to expect. Um, 1.7 goals per game, this is where we're going to Seb's stats now um, but they're good at creating those chances 11 shots per game as I said create generally just over two, chance, two big chances, meaningful chances um, per match um, and they're only second to Rotherham on shots per game um, and a pretty decent, pretty decent accuracy at that, average possession no surprises around the 56% mark, joint fourth in the league on that stat along with Ipswich Town Football Club um, but um, a passing accuracy of 75% isn't as good as ours actually but the attack as I said largely pass oriented um, short passing oriented um, defensive frailties you mentioned that only three clean sheets for a team in the top six isn't great um, on average 1.1 1. 1 goals conceded per game again Charms with the point that you made there that if they lose they might lose by two or three rather than the odd goal um, and yeah I, I kind of got the tackles per game thing and and they've, they've got a good disciplinary record. I just wonder whether they're either honest or not or up for the fight. Weight. Yeah. yeah. Um, they don't get fouled much either themselves. So don't play any games. Don't go looking for trouble. And with some key personnel missing, might be an opportunity for us to win the midfield battle, which will be vital tomorrow. The, the chances through the middle largely i know that i mentioned the full backs and the wingers contributing but actually a lot of the chances created come through the middle section of the pitch
3: so potentially a chance for sam morsey to go and bully some people and and not necessarily get himself booked because they'll take it
1: uh, yeah and do you remember that picture of full time in the fleetwood game morsey versus Matete, um when morsey can I? in his right in his face. Yeah. I can't imagine he'll be getting any, any having anyone facing up to him tomorrow against Oxford. I that for me is the is yeah. the big kind of gap in the in the squad is is the lack of what well street fighters is probably the the phrase I'd what, use. But what the, we've been lacking one...
3: ourselves the last two or three years. Arguably. Exactly right.
1: And to an extent that would have been provided by a player that I think we were interested in ourselves, Alex Gorin, um yeah. central midfielder, sitter and he's out. We got um this. Is the worst of that kind of the minimal rotation that I mentioned for Bristol Rovers. Um, Alex Gorin, who who's a, a, ever present for them, I think, the central sitter, the fulcrum, really, that the attacking midfielders can drive forward from. Picked up an ACL injury in the Bristol Rovers oh. game there, which is what you don't want if you if you if, if you're not going to win the tie either. Don't get any injuries like we managed to. Um, yeah. But in this game, yeah, worst of both worlds for them—a replay yeah. and a really serious injury. There,
3: I'm just wondering as you were talk as you were talking them. I, 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 having watched you know all the games recently, home and away. What, what, and as you were saying there about the Fleetwood match in terms of Morsey, what he does tend to do is look to pick a fight with someone on the other team. You know, potentially maybe just to get himself wound up enough to yeah to get to get going, if you know what I mean. So okay. Whether that person's not there tomorrow, and therefore you know you'll be looking around for someone to have a have a fight with who simply aren't there, remains to be seen. Well, yeah, let's yeah let's hope <laughs> not. Um, remains to be seen, doesn't it, mate? Yeah. So there are there are four three three predominantly.
1: Yeah, and um, just very finishing that point on the central midfield thing, the, yeah, the yeah. turnovers point that I alluded to at the start, and um, I've interpreted turnovers, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because and I haven't got any backup stats, so at this point basically disintegrates if if you disagree with me um i inter- interpreted that as interceptions winning the ball back and oxford are only 10th in the league they average 9.9 interceptions per game which isn't particularly hot however i noted that ipswich generally are dispossessed on the ball so that's not it's not the same as being knocked off the ball in a dribble or anything it's it's, it's, mis-controlling or it's um Someone stealing in when you've got possession—that happens yeah. to us 10.4 times per game—and we're the third worst for that in the division, actually. So that it, maybe Carl Robinson's point is more about us than necessarily it is about them. He knows that we can we we try to pass. Yeah. Maybe we're not quite as cohesive as his side of doing that. But I wouldn't—they've not got a cold Goose on 40 interceptions for the season in their team. And as I said, Alex Gorham probably would be the person to do that. He's absent. Um, on the formations, then you said four, three, three. It'll be that or a variation of four, two, four, two, three, one, or four, one, two, whatever you want. Yeah. It'll be four, three, three with a sitter um in, in midfield. Um, I mentioned absentees. Key one um is in goal. So Jack Stevens, an academy graduate, well, well thought of, um, has um, made 13 appearances and those three clean sheets have happened with him in <clears throat> him in nets. He's recovering, I think, from glandular fever. I don't think it's been mentioned. Too many places. I had to do my research for that. So the experienced Simon Eastwood, um, who's thirty-two, and and it's probably been a good foil for the young young goalkeeper. Um, he'll come in and he's had two appearances so far. Um, the back line kind of is is pigs itself. Um, Sam Long, right back. Steve Seddon, we have mentioned him, a left back, and. Um, Elliot Moore and Jordan Thornley, I mentioned him, the Blackpool only, they're the centre back pairing. Moore is the more physical. You mentioned um, the guy who left for Bristol City in the summer, and I've already forgotten his name. This is in one ear and out the other. Um, Robinson. Atkinson, was it Atkinson. Robinson?
3: Yeah, Rob Rob Atkinson. Yeah, sorry. there we go.
1: I've conflated them together. So the, yeah, Ron, he's, Ron Atkinson. Ron Atkinson hey, will he's another,
3: be. Another ex Oxford United. Um, is he? Manager. There you go.
1: Up. All the facts. All right. So, yeah, so that will be the back right. line, um, unless there's something um, happens in the, on the coach on the way up. Um mentioned Alex Gorham missing. Ryan Williams, um, ex Pompey, is probably the likely deputy there. And they do have a guy called Marcus McGuane, who they signed from Forest, but very inexperienced, so likely to come in for a game like this. Um, we know about James Henry down the right wing, um, very creative, very experienced, ex Reading and Wolves six goals, two assists for him in his 14 appearances. So he, he's a threat on the right-hand side um, in the middle. And on, on the left, um, I quite like um, Cameron Brannigan. He is um, yeah. my trademark man to watch ex-Liverpool youth. Um, I think he's got three goals, 13 appearances. Um, Herbie came, we mentioned him, the Barcelona, he's the other option there. And then up front, um, again, no surprises if you've, if you know anything about Oxford, the threat up front is Matty Taylor, um, the central striker, six goals, one assist. Um, and, and Seb's researched this, uh, all six goals from inside the area. So um feels like a bit of a poacher. Seb's word of pest likes to press from the front. And um, three of their 22 bookings have come for him. So he's possibly the one that Morty wants, but he might be too, too far up the pitch to spoil yeah. for that rumble Kick. that you were suggesting there. Craig. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it'll be Mark Sykes and probably Nathan Holland, the, the West Ham running on the left-hand side. So Sykes on the right, four goals. Holland on the left. Um, Gavin White's the other option, and he has played recently, but he is on international duty. It's worth remembering, obviously, that we've generally come out quite well on injuries from cup matches, apart from Kvy and international call-ups. Um, not so fortunate for Oxford, though. Gavin White, less of a, less of a. Um, you know, starter for the whole season. He's, he's featured and, and has played of late, but um, Nathan on more than capable deputy there.
0: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
0: Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with Talksport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process.
1: And, and as I mentioned, um, well, do you want to do the Seb's little weird ident thingy? Shall I do that? Should I press the button for that?
3: I don't know what you do. You want to do the facts, are you?
1: No, no, no. One sec.
3: Not a trick, is it? Knowledge, education, you know, Yes, so, it's, it's the photo from nineteen ninety
1: one. Yeah, sorry. Man. Yeah, that's just sort of our day. and um, and I, I do that because Seb doesn't like how I do his intro for the fact of the week, which you'll be doing in a minute. Um, so yeah, my my manner to watch. I, I'm, I, I'm going for the more the less obvious picks. Um, so Cameron Brannigan, as I said, um, left of the three, probably in the central midfield positions, mm-hmm. likes to get forwards. And um, three goals, I think. Thirteen starts, three goals. Ex Liverpool youth, known I think quite well to Paul Cook. Again, part of the scouts mafia. Um, so good pedigree there. Um, he might be a danger apart from the obvious ones we mentioned, James Henry and Matty Taylor up front. There oh, you go.
3: Very thorough, mate. Very good. Very good, Mitch. You and you and Seb have uh, done done yourselves proud. Um, but in ter- so in terms of. Ipswich, though I know there's been a been a bit of a conversation going on um, in the chat while you've been while you've been talking about um, Oxford in terms of what we're going to be doing to uh, to counteract it. And you were you know not necessarily what Michael's talking about here about about centre halves. Hi, Michael. Hope you are okay. Um, it's you were you were talking about Henry playing on the right midfield and potentially Sykes playing right wing. Is who who are we going to be playing as you know well left back? I suppose because. We're not sure if Coulson's fit. Penny was um, standing in the tunnel, didn't look particularly fit at, at the weekend, um, or sorry, midweek. I think it was in the in the Pizza Cup game, uh, stuff against Colchester. Burgess obviously played there, but is a, obviously a centre half rather than uh, rather than a dashing fullback, and especially being at home. Um, It'll be interesting to see what what we're forced to do and whether Coulson's got a uh, you know a a knock that's going to going to keep him out for any any length of time. But both that and for what Michael's Michael's saying here, um, and then Stubbs, he's had a conversation, and Skips also added to it. Is you know the the makeup of our of our team really? How how do you think we're going to going to look come come tomorrow in terms of well? Let's look back forward to start with Vincent Young as well. Hopefully, actually, that's that's one thing that um, Paul Cook did mention, didn't he? He said that um, the the injury that Vincent Young picked up. During the week, which which was a shoulder injury, potentially the other shoulder from the one that he um, yeah. he had an he had an operation on. Bizarrely enough, um, I'm not going to do the voice. It's not a bad injury. There's no long term problem as far as we're aware, which is really good. And hopefully he can make the game tomorrow. So, um, it, ho- yeah, he he has been showing signs of getting back to his quick, fleet footed uh, best, didn't
1: he? Yeah. Um, I know yeah, it's so harsh
3: that, on harsh on Denassian, but he does he does offer yeah. you more going forward, doesn't he? Especially he at does.
1: I I think probably tomorrow, I'm I'm okay with the, with the likes of Denassian, and it will probably be Burgess, um, at left back, purely because I, I we we I, we're speculating at this point, obviously, and um, we don't know about Penny's situation. I think if Penny's fit, Penny starts, but otherwise Burgess, I think, comes into that position, and I and I, I agree with. Stubbsy and Skip, I think it was that dropping against the would be harsh, but I do I do get the the nervousness there because of the style of play that the type of play that Matty Taylor is, um, and that's and that's a bit of a panic there. Coulson, I don't know about that Skip. I'm still question marks for me me about Coulson, um, but probably more when he was playing in a, that attacking position against Plymouth rather than him at left back. We don't really know there. How I many he, he did a right in his first two matches coming on. Uh, as a left-back. You don't
3: don't think that after... Christ, let's work our way back. After the Wiccan game, as I think Paul Cook said it himself, everyone had the shirt. You know, it wasn't... That's why they all played again in the older match. But then, obviously, Toto makes a mistake in the older match. You know, no one particularly covered themselves in glory in the older match. And then everyone's shirts are, again, allegedly up in the air, ready to be picked up by the guys that played against Colchester. Did anyone particularly stand out in the Colchester match that could... Take any of that I think that's what the guys there are talking about, really is yeah, well, Potentially I don't think so. taking the place of Venciale now.
1: I don't think so. And and it all, all depends on injuries. And we're not are not we're gonna get a huge amount from cook on, on that apart from Vincent Young Nolan, who you know, Vincent Young might feature tomorrow. I, I doubt it, to be honest. Um Bailey Clements is it an option there, didn't do yeah. any, any do himself any harm yeah. in the second half on Tuesday night either. But I'd expect a team very close to whatever we played against Wickham, albeit the threat posed by Oxford very different and therefore having a Burgess at left back probably feels like a risk because he'll be yeah. up against pace and running rather than the direct ball over the top looking for flick-ons so yeah it just it does depend on on injuries and fitness I, I think I, I'd, I'd stick quite close to that Wickham team purely because it's the one that we know we know works but sometimes horses for courses isn't it I'm I'm kind of on the fence a little bit I'm not really answering the question either way
3: um Stubsy says here hasn't he played Vincent Young.
1: I don't know, I don't know Not if
0: he
3: has, but there. Vincent Vincent Young played left back yeah, for Cole U, didn't he? he did. Pretty much more more so than he did at right back. Yep.
1: Yep. Um
3: and what so just just um what Maz has talked to you here about our injury management, whether it's whether it's improving. I, I that was one of the questions I would had I been at the fans for and would have asked Paul Cook really is it's quite interesting, is how many? How much of his team selections are his picks, and how much are swayed by you know this raft of a dozen sports scientists and and um performance coaches and things like that who are telling him that you know what this guy here is teetering on the edge of pinging something? So you know you might want to think about resting him if, if you see what I mean. Um,
1: uh, yeah, let's not forget we've now got a director of performance. Andy rolls. First team fitness coach John Ashton, who's actually here and not on a team's call in Scotland, and a head of sports science in Andy Costin, and that has to make a difference, doesn't it? And those pre-match warm-ups, you know, and I, I assume it's Andy. Um, who is it? The first team the, Ashton. Uh, John Ashton, um, yeah, Mr. Buff, yeah, with his pulled-up socks and his calves. That his has nipples. to make a difference, you know. Their players are put through their paces. And the less likely to those muscle injuries. I think that's a really important factor.
3: Yeah, and just just a little snippet here that um, Paul Cook doesn't talk about people with injuries, but he did talk about Tom Carroll. Remember him and John Nolan. Remember him. Um, Tom Carroll has a hip flexor problem, as you know. I'm sure we've all suffered from that, probably unknowingly. <laughs> uh, and John Nolan, he didn't really say. I presume he's got an acute case of uh, gingeritis or. Something.
1: Oh. Offensive. Um,
3: Tom Carroll's training at the moment, apparently, and John Nolan's not. So right. what do you reckon? John? Is John Nolan going to be following James Norwood and potentially Caden Jackson out of the January transfer yeah. window door? Do you reckon? I can't
1: see he gets, how he gets in the team, especially no. if Ilmazuni is 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 now in the pecking order because of that contract. I don't know. He, he's not replacing Morsey, is he? And therefore, he's not replacing Ilmazuni if Morsey's out. And is is he better than Carroll and Evans? I don't think so.
3: And, and it frees up a space in this squad, doesn't it, as well? Even if he's even a
1: registration, he, I, I checked it this morning. He's in yeah. the twenty-two. So yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. And and even if he isn't selected in the twenty-two, therefore his wages aren't included. You know, we could still be paying him between January and June, where it happens to be. But because he's not in our squad, he doesn't get included in that um, raft of of. Um, you know in terms of the financial fair play or whatever the scampy as we we have in uh, in league in league 1 so he's not included in that um yeah as <laughs> some said very very possibly um cool right i think we are done have we got have i got to do this f- right before Don't
1: swear. Before we do, <laughs> before, before have i got to do this f-
3: before we do this just bear in mind it's not my photo from 20 <laughs> years ago my photo from 20 years ago that's on the uh, the next thing okay sebs yeah fact of the week he's given us like he's written his own his own book Seb's 101 facts on, on Oxford United. So we've, we've gone through this raft of um, facts. And believe it or not, this is, this is the best one. Back in 2001, a priest was called in to carry out an exorcism at the Kassam just after they opened. They had lost 13 of their first 17 matches. A gypsy curse. Can you say it anymore? A gypsy curse was said to have been placed on the land five years before the club built the stadium after the club moved them on following the land purchase. Oxford were bottom of the tailwall before the exorcism and ended up finishing 21st and avoiding relegation. Well, crikey, you know, it moved them up three places.
1: And if you ever... We've long speculated that the curse of the North Stand hasn't been lifted. and the last few years, maybe... So this opportunity to rebuild Portman Road... Who knows what we'll find or discover in moving moving the ground around. You never know. So there you go.
3: Well, didn't didn't you suggest we're gonna move it ninety degrees?
1: Yeah, I like that yeah. idea. Yeah.
3: Well, so we face directly into the sun. I think that's isn't that is not that not why football grounds are north to south?
1: I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. Same, really, same
3: as same no, I'm not wishing to bring cricket into it, but the same reason why cricket pitches are predominantly north south is so that you're not bowling or batting into the sun.
1: Okay. Well, I I there you go. There's, there's your fact.
3: There's your fact of the week. Where were you
1: when I needed you? Joe didn't correct me on that. Well. No,
3: there's there's your fact of the week.
1: Did your fingers lift, or did you mean to play that again? I meant I meant to do that. Okay, fine. It's a, Good it's sharp. It's a sharp show. Any excuse me? for Alan Partridge theme music.
3: Um, so in in terms of the match tomorrow. um, without and again i'm going to refer back to the 80s without um, wishing to sound like robert maxwell the old uh, owner of oxford united without wishing to go overboard is it a um, is it a must win game for us tomorrow
1: do we want to get predictions from the chat by the way do you want yeah. to set those up sorry to yeah, well, the, that's the host sort
3: of, yeah well so that's what i was sort of alluding to there is you know is it is it a must win game for us tomorrow um We've had a few people sticking some um, sticking some score suggestions. I think,
1: I think every game's got to be a must-win for us now, isn't it? If we've if we've got harbour any ambitions to do anything, and the home, best that, yeah, and at home as well. I think yeah, we should be looking to we should be looking to win every single home match, regardless of the opposition. As I mentioned, Oxford's key key personnel missing. Um, I would have predicted a two all draw earlier in the week, but now knowing who's out. I think it's a big opportunity and I do think we might win 2-1. I don't think it will be, I, I appreciate Michael's um, margin of victory there is is quite generous. I don't think it will be like that. I think it will be tight, but I do think there will just about be enough for us to do the win because of who's missing for them.
3: We're pretty. We're pretty sure there'll be goals, don't we? As you say, we no, will gone... We will
1: concede. We'll. We, we will definitely concede it.
3: As as will they. You would yes. think. Looking at three looking two, at their... yeah. There you go. Three two. Crikey! What a yeah, lovely, That'd oh, be nice, A three two. Yeah. Charlie's gone, three
1: gone
3: two nil. As has Jack. Look, both okay. gone two nil. Skips. Is that? It. We're going three 0
1: Go for it, Skip. i love what you're having. let um, There it
0: is.
3: Yeah, stubsy. Start two. special. So, um, yeah, as I, as I say, we, we're hopeful that there's going to be, you know, as we, it should be a pretty open game. It should be it should be goals um, coming in. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed it'll be um, a good entertainment.
1: Have you given us your predictions, Craig?
3: Well, I think the same as everyone else. Really, I think it'll be a 2-1 or a 3-1, or a to be honest. I think um, now we, as everyone knows, we'll score goals, we'll let in goals, they score goals, they let in goals. So, yeah. Um, Fingers crossed it's uh, it's
1: like that Spider Man meme. They're both, we're both, they're both pointing at each other.
3: Yeah, I get <laughs> Meme, you said. Yeah. I'm, I'm referring to give us a clue and uh, die straight. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, Stephen, 3 1, tomorrow. Yes, Dazelle, you don't tell Don't tell me you were one of the 10,000 in the stadium that had Jason Dazelle on their shoulders, um, post match along with his uh, along with his brother. Um, Rob's gone for one-one. Alex has gone for a three-one win. Monty's gone for a two-one. Selina, another card for taking his shirt off. Yeah, that was actually mentioned in the forum, wasn't it? Is that um, he'll be? Yeah, he'll
1: be, nil, um, By the way,
3: he'll be getting. I thought that was your. You'd you'd um, readjusted your prediction, mate.
1: Uh, no, oh, I wish I will take 5 0 No, England five Albanian-nil.
3: Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, so it, it, just in terms of you know, he just needs to I think someone saying about the ra the Ravenelli he just needs to half and don't go the full kit off because you're getting booking every time. Although we'd love to see you get ten bookings or having scored ten goals between now and the end of the season, but you know, I think I think it through a little bit. Um else have we got. Uh as Michael says, if you want to win get more fans in the ground, yeah, it it, it needs to be shown more widely that we are an attractive proposition to come watch although you know hopefully we're we're breaking that voodoo hoodoo in terms of turning up for um for big matches and and putting on a show when there are when there are people in the people in the ground um yeah <laughs> sandy a pair of stu- yeah he can take him off he can fold him into a little ball and he can just like lob them into the crowd for so on and maybe people can then um designer design a uh a poster stroke placard burson can you can i give please us, have your give
0: gloves us your gloves, give
3: us your gloves um cool right okay i think we've done um oxford to death um not wishing to go over robert maxwell old ground again in terms of um plugs um we've got as rich said earlier he and joe um did the live show earlier this week post cole you um also, uh, he and Joe and uh, Gripper from uh, Football Manager did um, a Football Manager overview that's been released this week or earlier on this week. Um, so Joe and Dean went into some bits and pieces, the bit of the like the the nuts and bolts and the bits that go on in the background uh, in terms of football management, um, of which you know I I did the job before Joe did the job, um, and it is. It's a labour of love, but it's bloody hard work. And
1: hashtag Josh Carson.
3: Yes, exactly that. Yeah. So whoever it was that was giving me dog's abuse about 12 years ago because Josh Carson's heading rating was one lower than they thought it would be, then, yeah, thanks very much for that. Um, but no, so they're, they're well worth a listen. Um, the flagship show returns. Uh, I think we're recording Sunday evening. Yourself, Rich, Dave. And myself are back, so we'll squeeze Dave in the middle of us two here, um, and that will be out on Monday. Um, all the details of where to find our shows are there. Blue Monday ITFC.co.uk. There's links to um, the various streams to pick up the, uh, the audio, um, and obviously, we're on YouTube as you can see as well. Um, all the details of our social media is there, all the details to how to support the channel should you wish to via the donations, etc., etc. Um, there will also be a midweek Q&A after the Oldham replay. Seb is going to that. I am currently in very delicate negotiations um, with regards to the one and only car in our household at the moment. So it, it may be a last minute um, um, drive up north for myself you know,
1: have you got any leverage, any bargaining chips on this one? I feel like uh, the odds are stacked against you, but I don't. Oh, very much so.
3: Yeah, 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 very much so. But I you know I'm 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 doing doing what I can. The, the issue being, my car's gone pop, so it's not it's out of action at the moment. So we've got one car, and I won't bore you with the details, but I'm going to have to try and persuade my wife to get the bus to work and bus back from work so I can drive up to Oldham at two o'clock in the afternoon to watch FA Cup. So Seb will be be at Oldham,
1: everyone. We don't have to worry about Craig. He won't be there, but Seb will be there and we'll do that. Usually we'll do, we'll do, we won't do a Tuesday post-match jobby. We'll do it on the Wednesday. We'll have a break. We'll have a 24 hours of breathing space. And then we'll, um, we'll be back and talk about, about that.
3: Yeah. And obviously, um, also, as we'll mention again before we finish, is our friends at the Greyhound um, kindly look after us um, in, in terms of this show, and also in terms of Saturday pre-match and post-match, it is the obvious place to go if you like your adnams, yeah, and you like a decent pub with decent food to get yourselves in there. It's a lovely place to go. For and after, I may well try and wangle that myself. As I say, my car's out of action, so I've got to get the train out tomorrow. If I get in the train out tomorrow, it means I can have a drink. So um, I may well get in there myself pre-match. So may may see you in there. Um, right. In terms of where we're at, I suppose what we'd better do is enter Rich's room one oh one. I can nice. Um, so, in terms of the league table, Rich, where have you uh, where have you hidden our league table? Do you want to do you want to I don't need to
1: look at it? Probably. It, it's,
3: well, I think you probably should need to look at it because there was a, a comment in the uh, in the YouTube comments from if not last week show than the week before is that the tables asked about face in terms of it seems to be heavily weighted in the people that appear on the show more often than than those that don't. So, arguably, the fairer way of displaying displaying the table would possibly be a, a, a points per game um, points per game value rather than a rather than a points value. But that you know, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just reading what I read. Nah. Some guy called Greg 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 Rainbow just mentioned that it might be better off putting it as a,
1: a points. The per power game. of the the power of the the PowerPoint. The power of the whatever I you got to, you know, I, I, I system I administrator, want. mate. And yeah, system P-
3: administrator rules. Admin king.
1: Yeah. So, said said one last week against Ben. I forgot to put Ben's name in there because Ben's obviously one for naught, naught for one, one for naught. Um, and said has voted in poor. I follow coverage. I don't think he's put eye follow coverage in in general, but just the limited options and quality of
3: the feed. Yeah. Because Portsmouth Portsmouth one was fantastic. Portsmouth had about three or four Brilliant, cameras from all sorts of angles, didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah, there's no reason why we shouldn't, you know, we have one poor old guy stuck on a gantry, shivering his backside off um, and momentarily following following the uh, action. Right. Who wants to go first? Wait, do you want to go first or should I go You're first? You're in charge,
1: mate. You can do what you want, as, okay, as, hey? I've, as I've proved.
0: Um,
3: cool. I'll go first then. Right. So, in terms of room 101, as I mentioned earlier, everyone, if you were listening very carefully when I was talking about the Pack Out Portman Road um, promotion that we've currently got going on and the various um, values of the prices of the tickets, et etc., et cetera, the under 12s, I think it is, ticket is pound fifty. Absolutely brilliant. No problem with that at all. However, it's got a 100% markup because you're also paying £1.50 for a nominal undistinguished, undefined um, service fee that, that are being chucked on all our tickets. So, my room 101 entry is sort of twofold. It's getting charged a service fee for a ticket, uh, because you're also getting charged postage and packing. I found out when I bought my um, Charlton tickets, you're getting charged You one pound fifty to choose a seat and um, do all the work for them. You're also getting charged uh, for them to post it to you as well. And for home matches, you're also getting charged £1.50, and this is the second part of my room 101, is to print the ticket at home. Now, I don't like printing my tickets at home. I like getting paper tickets like Division One Playoff Final and I agree. Division except, One
1: except semi-final,
3: semifinal, semi-final Bolton playoff and Sunderland and Newcastle and Plymouth Argyle at home. I like having a tangible thing, not a sheet of A4 that I've had to waste my own printer ink on to print off and get charged £1.50 for the uh, privilege. So my Room 101 is a twofold. It's getting charged for buying a ticket that you do all the work, you choose your seat, you enter your card details, you do everything. You press select, you press confirm, you press continue. And also printing at home and not getting a lovely, lovely hard ticket that you can stick on your wall or stick in a drawer and uh things like that
1: so i don't i don't wish to stifle you because you've you've put two things up there i've only got half i've only put got 16 characters 0.5. to put into the twitter poll so you really 0.5. need to help me out and narrow it down all right mate don't worry we'll do it all right you can come up with the words you're going for two things there, okay? I'll and weapon. I'll charge
3: you pound fifty for the
1: privilege you charge you one for the consultancy fee. Mark Ashton, to be fair, someone asked about that at the sports QA. Mark Ashton's on that, so um, that might be resolved without you needing to put it into room 101, but you I want to make sure it never I comes think back. It,
3: I think it's a seat geek thing, isn't it? I think he, he said yeah. that the seat geek um uh, uh, agreement was already in place, so there's nothing they can do about it at the moment, but it's a, it's a discussion they're having in the next couple of weeks. But it just seems a bit off that we get charged
1: and it was regardless. Pack out Portman Road. I quite agree. It, it, it kind of ruins the the whole concept of that, doesn't it? So um, I can understand that one. Yeah, I can sympathise. And I like little, I mean, not in League One and the Championship, frankly, but proper tickets, I almost... Yeah, but even
3: so have you know, Wimbledon away is just something to have. When we're playing um, Man City in two years' time, it's just nice to look back and think, gosh, remember that time we had to go to Wimbledon when we're sitting in the Etihad?
1: Yeah, all right, there you go. Oh, I don't decide. That's out, up for Listener Land. Uh, fireworks. Here we go, Craig. I've What I've got for you, what I've got for the world, and including Charlie D, is um, I have got a problem with minutes applause. I have no issue paying respect. If you're going to pay respect, pay respect. And minutes applause is a cop-out. And I, I, I do understand there's a time and a place for a minute's applause. I do get that when you want to demonstrate appreciation, but I think a lot of the moments that require a minute's respect for whatever you want to call it should be somber. And I think minutes of applause are a cop-out because it makes up for the Muppets who can't respect it. And I think that if you can't respect the minute's silence, you need to be dragged out and kicked out of Portman Road or whatever stadium. And actually, it helps us weed out the idiots anyway. So what I miss as well, and this is important too, and yes, there's the pain, the respect bit, but there's also the bit at the end when the referee blows his whistle and having been in absolute silence, respectful silence for a minute, everyone goes absolutely freaking mental before kickoff. You get that kind of the kind of rousing, huge cheer and a minute's applause You don't hear the referee's whistle. You just keep going. Nothing changes. So pay respect properly by staying silent. And let's have our moment of just at the end when the referee blows his whistle. And if people can't be respectful and can't be grown up about it, kick them out. And I was going to swear then, and I really should have, just to reinforce the point. If you can't, if I'm looking at you, internet, if you can't (laughs) pay respect by staying quiet, then... You're not a grown up, you don't you know, you can't hold your alcohol. You don't deserve you nice things. Your mates can't tell you to shut up either. You know, we've got a responsibility as well, I get that. But minutes of this cop out, get rid of it, minute silence, bring it back. Nice.
3: Yeah, nicely put. I don't agree with you, obviously, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a valid it's a very, very, very valid point. Um but yeah, at the end of the day it's not one pound fifty on a one pound fifty ticket. Okay, everyone. 15, so, yeah. what what we'll do is we'll um, we'll put a poll out um, on the back of the uh, the tweet for uh, for the show. So, yeah, by all means, have a look and and have a vote. And um, yeah, just remember that that points per game uh, ratio is very very important. <laughs> Cool. Right. Well, we are almost almost done. We're, we're coming up to the hour. So we're, we're knocking on the head very, very shortly. So if you want to shout out just a quick hello and bits and pieces like that, please, please, please feel free. Give us a, give us a, um, a shout in the comments and we'll do so as we finish off the final um, final knockings, as it were. Um, just quick shout outs again. We've got the the shows coming up um, tomorrow f- Oh, sorry, Sunday we'll be recording for the, the flagship on the back of tomorrow's match uh, against Oxford. Um, thanks again to uh, the guys at the Greyhound who hopefully we'll, uh, we'll see at some point tomorrow and uh, hopefully we'll see some of you guys tomorrow if, if we to, uh, manage to, to get in there. Yes, thank you, Charlie. Yeah, everyone, enjoy the game. Um, who's at the game? Well, I think you are i am joe is eating his um pastries at half time in bits and pieces dave will be I there will I, be. Can, I can see dave from uh, from my seat i don't know whether um, mikey's making his way up Seb, is he uh heading this way no i don't think so no, okay Not well speak. rich myself dave and joe will all be there um rich and myself could well be in the uh, in the pub beforehand so come and say hello and we'll clink our glasses of uh, of mosaic with each other um Stephen, uh, can't make tomorrow, but uh, can't wait for the long trip next mm. weekend. Yeah, absolutely. The fact, and that's another thing, isn't it? You know, the, the the away following at the moment is just fantastic. And also, Charlton, I don't know whether the um, Charlton tickets are still on sale. They, another 1,000 went on sale um, today. Massive. Um, lunchtime. Uh, and they, I had a look earlier, and they, they'd already sold out one of the blocks that they'd um, opened up, and we're halfway through selling another. But I would have thought that they'll just keep releasing, because that, that stand behind the goal is a pretty, pretty monstrous stand, isn't it, for an, for an away following? So, um, yeah, we'll see. But I say, keep your eyes and ears open. If you don't happen to get a ticket in this round, there could well be another batch opening up, I would have thought. Um, thank you very much, Skip. Thanks very much, Stubbsy. Good man. And Michael, yep. Again, Brisbane. Yeah, crikey, mate. Get the... um hat scarf and and gloves on today (laughs) um i've a bit of a change from your from your factor 50 but yeah thanks very much for joining us good to see you mate um so have you got any uh i'll let you do the the honors in terms of in terms of final words rich got anything to uh
1: well just um firstly thank you for everyone for joining us and thank you for the um facebook like Stephen, steve andrew we see you on facebook um if pop us a like on youtube as well if you don't mind algorithm mention the algorithm. word algorithm hashtag room. Uh, uh, there you go it's ruined it ruined it it's just stuffed it up um, algorithms and stuff like that um, so thank you everyone for for joining us for getting involved in the chats um really appreciate that um, for pretty much next week we'll probably do a pre-record and so people driving up or going up to something can listen to it on the way up and uh thank you to craig for hosting and for doing all the hard run hard yards this evening. It's a shame that your excellent run of Football Room 101 is likely to come to an end. And I, um, I shall
3: take solace in the fact that I'm squeezing as many 1980s references as I possibly I can exactly every right. time I appear on the pod.
1: And um, I'll I'd, 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 I'd do a moment's silence, and then I'll do a, a, a raucous um, noise to mark the end of the pod. So we'll just pray silence, please. Come on, you blues they
3: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.